When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome to the Darling Download on this Saturday, the 30th of September, 2023. Chris Nelson in the chair for Sam Highland this week. Uh, normally it's Sam and myself, but I am flying solo this week as Sammy uh, takes some time off to spend with the family on the school holidays. So uh, hopefully he's enjoying that and he will be back in the chair uh, next week, next Saturday morning for the Darling Download. Of course, we had a big, big meeting at Toowoomba last Saturday with the running of the Toowoomba Cup, the Wheatwood Handicap, uh, all those major races. I'll get to those uh, shortly. But on today's show, got some uh, very, very special guests. We're going to chat to Tony Gollan. Now, Tony told us a couple of weeks ago he was very keen to win uh, the Wheatwood Handicap, the feature sprint there at Toowoomba. Born and bred in Toowoomba, the race uh, meant a lot to him, but it was a race that he hadn't been able to win in about 20 years. So he was going to uh, send some really good chances along and try and knock over the favourite yellow brick. Well, we all saw what happened. He certainly did that with all that pizzazz running home over the top of uh, yellow brick right on the line. So uh, well done to Tony. I did catch up with him yesterday. So uh, we will have a chat about, uh, of course, what happened last Saturday, his chances over the weekend, uh, across right across the weekend. He's got many chances, including uh, Sunday, of course, or tomorrow he's got Antino going around at Sandown in Melbourne. We'll also chat to uh, Corey Gearin. Uh, Corey, of course, had Nikau Spur going around in the Toowoomba Cup last week, ran a really good second to Military Gambler. That was a funny old race. No pace in the race whatsoever. First and second were basically that way throughout. And there was a lot of horses back in the field trying to make ground, but they just couldn't get through. That uh, was, a, as I said, a funny old race that wasn't run at any tempo whatsoever. So we'll be chatting to Corey about that. Also, he had uh, our Magnus going around in the Wheatwood, ran a terrific race. Closing sectionals, as Corey will tell us, were very, very strong. And it's a horse we should be following. Uh, and we'll be talking about his uh, chances, of course, in the big races or the races tonight at, uh, at Clifford Park. Not so big as last week, but they're still big races if you can win one. Let's have a bit of a, an audio recap of those major races from last Saturday at Clifford Park. Yellow Brick in front, but all that pizzazz looming ominously. 100 to go, Yellow Brick. All that pizzazz lunges. Photo. All that pizzazz, the outside. Oh. Gambler in front at the 150. Nick still there on the outside. Military Gambler in front. Nick Spur, I don't think, can pick him up. And it's Military Gambler. Military Gambler beating Nick Spur, bar none for third. 300 metres from the judge, so Capital C ranging up on the outside. Poked its head in front. Coney Island, baby, back to second. She mines into the clear, and here's Adelaide there in the centre. And Bobby Shiraz right down the outside. Adelaide sprinter to the lead. Red Defcon, Bobby. 
Bobby Shiraz are coming at it, but it's Adelaide. Adelaide wins again. He's beating home Red Defcon and Capital C. Fires still there in the centre, homeward bound. Then came Mashani Rock, who's heading the remainder of the field. Basically four abreast, 170 to go. Mashani Rock hit the lead, trying hard Herbie Town, and also Mashani Fire. But it's Mashani Rock in front, 50 to go. Mashani Rock has won. Mashani Rock winning the first two-year-old race of the season in Queensland. Uh, we've got another one, of course, today at Eagle Farm. But uh, Mashani Rock beating Mashani Ego and Mashani Fire. We knew the Mashanis had been to the four early in the season, and they, they were again. But the roughie of the lot, uh, ridden by Bubba Tilly, Mashani Rock, got the money. Other results on the day, uh, look, a treble to Ben Thompson, of course. Uh, two to Damien Thornton, two to Tony Gollan, including the Wheatwood. Compassionate won the first for Barry Lockwood, a horse that's only just recently joined the stable. Race three was won by Outlawed from the Heathcote Yard. Very, very promising mare, this one. She's uh, she's done nothing but run well since coming to Queensland. Uh, she can win again. Well ridden by Ben Thompson going forward from that outside gate. A win for the locals in race number four with the class six going to Chatty Lady for Mark Curry and Kyle Wilson-Taylor. Cronenberg run one race number five. Looked its race, was its race. Jimmy Orman and Tony Gollan combined there. $2.80 favourite. Uh, race six, the Garden City Guineas was won by Adelaide. Another uh, hometown victory here with Tony and Maddie Sears landing Adelaide, uh, who was an $8 chance and won quite convincingly. Uh, had a bit of a query on Adelaide running a, a strong mile, but that wasn't the case. I couldn't have been further wrong there. So onward and upward with Adelaide, and good luck to uh, Tony and Maddie. They unfortunately missed out in the Wheatwood with uh, Yellow Brick being run over late by all that pizzazz. Yellow Brick will now go to the Silver Eagle and be ridden by Craig Williams, military gambler. Led all the way to win the cup. And then the last race was taken out by On Form. Had to be the bet of the day, pocket full. He only just got there, but he uh, bailed out quite a few punters. Uh, that's the recap for last week. Other winners during the week, we had Magic Charlie win on Monday. Uh, trained by Mark Curry from, uh, from the Toowoomba Stables. So there you go. Uh, we're back in a moment on the Darling Download, and we'll chat to our first guest. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download on this Saturday morning, the 30th of September, 2023. Grand final day in the AFL. Grand final eve in the NRL. Now, as mentioned at the top of the show, going to have a chat to Tony Gollan. I did catch up with Tony yesterday. I just wanted to chat to him about his success in the Wheatwood, of course, uh, at Clifford Park last Saturday afternoon. It's a race he'd uh, been waiting a long, long time to win, and it was very dear to his heart uh, with his family connection, obviously being born and bred in Toowoomba to win that race. He's done that now with all that pizzazz. Caught up with Tony, spoke about some of his runners, obviously, last night as well, but uh, plenty of runners this afternoon and what that win meant for him last Saturday. Yellow Brick in front, but all that pizzazz looming ominously. 100 to go, Yellow Brick. All that pizzazz lunges. Photo. All that pizzazz, the outside. Now, one man who uh, has probably watched that video replay of the Wheatwood over and over again is Tony Gollan, who told us on the show a couple of weeks ago he really wanted to win the Wheatwood. It was a race he hadn't won. And it was uh, very special to him, and he was going to have a real crack at it, and he did that, and of course won the race with all that pizzazz. Uh, Tony, good afternoon to you. You must have been tickled pink to get that win last week. Yeah, I was. Good afternoon, Chris. Yeah, I was, mate. Um, obviously, being a, 
a Toowoomba boy, you know, that's the race day I grew up, you know, going to, always wanting to win, and it was really special to win it, win it last Saturday. Now, um, when we did speak to you a couple of weeks ago, you, you did say you'd have a decent crack with Situation Room and a couple of others. Um, personally, with the barriers, I thought Situation Room was, was the best chance in the race, but the ride on all that pizzazz to go forward uh, was, was obviously a, a masterstroke, and his form had been so good. It was no surprise once he got into a decent spot, he was going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, I think the race, you know, it certainly didn't, it certainly changed, you know, complexion of what we thought it would be. So it, it um, I thought Situation Room probably lead the race. Obviously, Yellow Brick jumped really well and he just got on with the job. And when that happened, we were able to jump jump well ourselves or all that pizzazz and he just slotted into a beautiful spot. You know, you wouldn't credit you get such a good run from, from a very ordinary barrier. Now, you did also mention early in the year after you won the Magic Millions with Skirt the Law that that was a race that you were really keen to win. So you ticked that box and then you ticked the Wheatwood box. What's next? Can you tell us uh, now so we can get our bets organised? Because they seem to be, uh, whatever you seem to want to want to win, you're winning at the moment. Uh, yeah, I wish it was that simple, but no, I'm not sure, mate. I'd love to win a group one now, I guess. We haven't won one for a couple of seasons, so... That's probably very high on the on the priority list. I'll take whichever one comes my way. But they are but those two races, the, the Wheatwood and the Magic Millions, are two races that we've got runners in most years, and they sort of hold a pretty special path for me. So it's really good to knock them over. But now the the key is to try and win them again. Well, uh, what about a Toowoomba Cup? Have you won a Toowoomba Cup? Yeah, one one. Yeah, one Toowoomba Cup. Okay. So that's, uh, that, that box is ticked that we won't have to worry about. Now, Group 1, you just mentioned you'd like to win another Group 1. There's one tonight, and you've got Zoo Style going around in uh, in tonight's Moya Stakes, which looks a cracking field. Yeah, it's always a pretty small race, numbers-wise, this, but it's got plenty of quality. This year's no exception. Um, look, he's a year older, Zoo Style. He ran gallant in this race last year when he ran third. Um, he's no better than what he was then. He's probably as good, but he's running to a really hot race, so... It's, um, it's a good race, be a good spectacle if you're still awake at, at quarter past nine tonight to watch it. But he'll um, he'll race very well. Well, most of us will be, but most of us don't have to get up at the same time of the morning that you do. So uh, yeah, it won't be uh, won't be as easy for you. Now you've got Skirt the Law going around as well, and she's going around later at nine forty-five. But that run down the straight, she, what did you take out of that? I mean, just watching from my perspective, she just seemed to be under a bit of pressure a long way out. But I love the way she stuck it out all the way to the line. Yeah, I, I thought she was a bit plain. Um, I thought she was pretty lost up the straight. She she paraded even going to the barriers. She was a touch fresh. She wanted to get off the job going to the gate. So I don't think we saw her at her best the other day at Flemington. I think she's better than that. I think the 13 days into this has been perfect for her. She's an older horse now. The closer gap between runs is really ideal for her. And she presents in really good order tonight. And I think Mooney Valley will suit her a bit better. You normally can just get your toe into the ground at the valley. I think that's important for her. And the good three at Flemington also just wasn't probably right to her liking the other day. All right, so we can expect good improvement uh, out of her. Now, Eagle Farm tomorrow, you've got... Oh, no, before we get to Eagle Farm, you've got Antino going around uh, on Sunday at Sandown. Now, I'm not going to go through the ride last time and what happened. From our point of view, we discussed this on the show, that there was really nothing wrong with it, but that's in the past. We move on. How has Antino gone on since that particular run? Yeah, really good. He's a horse that really likes once he gets into his preparation and gets a bit of continuity. He does improve, and that's what we're seeing with him. He um, he looks better. He'll present better than when he did at Flemington the other day. He was obviously quite luckless. He should have won the race. I think no one disagrees with that. And 
with a with a smoother run in transit on Sunday, he he looks the the horse to beat because he's definitely a better horse this Sunday than what he was two weeks ago at Flemington. Now Eagle Farm tomorrow, you've got a good number of runners once again. You kick it off in race number three with uh, Insta Good. Now, very happy with this Philly's last start win. I think I was one of the few that tipped her. That was, and I don't understand to this day why she was that price because her previous run was very, very good, and it was great to see all the other jockeys get off the fence a couple of weeks ago and uh, through where Damien Thornton and Insta Good looked pretty good, Tony. Yeah, it was a bizarre meeting. They were really keen to get off fence there, and it worked in our favour in this race. And you're right, you did like her that day. I remember you saying that on, on the show that you thought she was a good chance, and she's a really good price again yeah. tomorrow. The market never really reflects just how good this filly's going, and I think we'd all agree that 1,200 suits are a lot better than 1,000, um, and she probably should be unbeaten. So, look, she's a, I know there's some nice, nice young horses in this race as well, um, but she, she's the right horse. She's got the right form, and the 1,200 is right up her alley as opposed to the 1,000 she's been running in. Yeah, and the inside gate, she can just mind her own business once again. Interesting to see if Show Me Mercy goes back or forward, but that's a small field, but an interesting race. Race number four, you've got Sunset Soiree accepted, but a poor gate. Uh, as an emergency at this stage, any idea of uh, Sunset Soiree? She's will going run? to run. Yeah, she's going to run and she will start. I've been three and a half weeks into this already. I probably just don't want to wait any longer with her. She likes to find her feet anyway. She'll be in the second half of the field from where she's drawn. And if Tempo can can suit, she can really hit the line. Good form around her. Also, she beat come out in one since. So I think she's in, she's in good order, but she just needs a bit of tempo in the race for her to hit the line. Dramatica in race number five uh, is a mare that uh, doesn't win too often, but she's really far away. Yeah, she hasn't had a good draw since she's come back from Rockhampton, where she, which was her last win during the carnival up there. A low draw, a lightweight, really helps her. She'll sit just on the back of the speed, and you'll see a big improvement in her. She, she's the right sort of horse for a race like this to be competitive in, but the key to her is good gates, and she's finally drawn one again tomorrow. Now, this is uh, an interesting race. Race six is the Class 3 over 18-20. You've got uh, two well-fancied runners here in three, Kokonotsu and six, Tenzing. Uh, I was on Tenzing last night. I thought a uh, last uh, start. I thought the run was very good, sitting three wide, no cover throughout. Eighteen hundred is the unknown. Whereas Kokonotsu's got the form, winning its last two here at uh, Eagle Farm, both over eighteen hundred metres. Do you favour Kokonotsu? Oh, look, I probably do, just to the point where that he's actually really winning this horse now. He's a real winner. You know, even when he's not executing his race as well, he's finding a way to win. And I thought his last win was his best. He hasn't trained off since then. He looks magnificent, the horse. He'll sit up on speed, whether he leads or he's in the first four. He'll be handy, um, and he's probably the one they've got to beat. Tenzing, he just can't get any luck. He just he just never seems mm. to be able to get in the right spot in the race. So he's drawn a little bit awkward. He needs a few things to go his way, just into that top corner. If, that, if it does and he can get in midfield or slightly worse in midfield with a bit of cover, he can be a big improver. Like you said, his run was good the other day. It was a day he couldn't sit three wide, no cover, and win races, which he shouldn't be able to. And that was certainly the case for him. He loomed well, but the run took its toll. But I think with a nice smother midfield, with a bit of cover, he can run well. But Malini would be cocking on too. I just, I just like the way he's really learning how to be a racehorse. Uh, race number seven, you send around the very consistent Immoral, who'd won three straight and then ran third at Doombin last start. I thought that was a very good run, uh, a little bit tardy. Look, he gets back anyway, as we all know, but didn't get a lot of room in the straight there, ran into a bit of traffic and then finished off very well, I thought. Yeah, I think he would have made it pretty interesting had he got through where he wanted to. He probably should be unbeaten his last four. 
Um, he looks just as good. He feels as good. I like the way the race shapes. I think there's good pressure in it. I know the favourite's a, sort of a speed horse, but he won't get it all the same way with Flaming Conquest there as well. So there'll be a bit of pressure up front, which suits my bloke. He'll you know, bide his time midfield like that, and he'll be very, very strong late. So Beast Mode won't want to be you know, tiptoeing late because this horse will really hit the line. I agree, and I hope you're right. Uh, Zerastro in the last is absolutely flying. Uh, takes on a Katarina here, but she's likely to get back, you would think, and she hasn't won fresh, whereas this guy's just doing it both ends of his races. Is he, has he improved since that last run? I don't know if he's improved. He's every bit as good. He's certainly very fit, very well. Um, he's in good shape. He enjoys his run space without at the moment. He likes Eagle Farm. This race sets up a little bit different. There is a, a long shot down the bottom there, you know, going from a half mile to a 1,200 that'll probably put a bit of speed into the race. So, you know, he's going to have to learn probably another string to his bow tomorrow. But I don't think he's a one-trick pony, this horse. He can, he can do what he likes. So, you know, provided we can execute the race well, he, he's certainly the horse to beat. He's, he's a pretty nice horse, this. And he, he wouldn't shock me after tomorrow we're talking about a summer carnival with him. Excellent. Uh, now, Toowoomba tomorrow night. You've just got a couple of runners here. Uh, race two, number 10, Lil Wonder. Anthony Allen's gone up to take the ride. Yeah, she's been pretty consistent without winning. We stepped out in the 1350 the other day at Doom. I thought she was really good. Um, also, Kelly Swider has just got up and beat her. It's won again since. So, it's won three in a row now, that horse. So, she's got the right form for a Toowoomba race. And in race three, you're sending around uh, Kimi Zabi. Now, I think this one's got a good chance. Good debut win. Nothing yeah. wrong with the second start. Good good alley. Good chance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he said we'll probably touch closer than we anticipated second up at Sunny Coast and he was just beaten late. But he's a, he's a nice horse. Um, he's certainly the right sort of horse for a class one at Toowoomba on Saturday night. He's, he's in good order, this little bloke. All right, Tony. With all those runners across the weekend, what's your best bet? As Sammy Highland would say, and he's not here this week, he'd say, what can we put the house on, Tony? Uh, really looking forward to Antino on Sunday. But as you know, we've got a lot of good chances throughout You know, tonight. You have. Right through to Sunday afternoon. But, you know, if there's one horse, or, you know, there's a couple, obviously, the excitement this weekend. If there's one horse I'm really looking forward to seeing step out again at Santino. He's just a horse that he, he certainly gets you out of bed, no worries at all. Tony, thanks for, uh, for joining me this afternoon. Appreciate your time. Best of luck in Melbourne tonight. Uh, Melbourne on Sunday. Eagle Farm tomorrow right across the weekend. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, Chris. Cheers, mate. Uh. Tony Golan, uh, Queensland's number one trainer, joining me there. And he's been that for about the past 10 seasons. And that isn't going to top, stop anytime soon. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download. No Sam Hyland this week. Chris Nelson flying solo in the chair. And remember, Aquas is your source for two-year-old speed, standing seven well-credentialed stallions. Visit aquasfarm.com. Now, one of our favourites on the show is uh, Corey Gearin. He's joining us this morning to chat about uh, a couple of his runners from last week on Toowoomba Cup Day and uh, his runners also tonight. And, uh, Corey, special thanks this morning because uh, I know you've been a bit under the weather. Yeah, g'day, Chris. Um, no, a bit under the weather the last couple of days, but um, on the mend now, so um, should be ready uh, back for a big weekend, hopefully. All righty. Now, just on last weekend, uh, Nick Howe Spur, a gallant second in the, uh, the Toowoomba Cup, as you'd expect, gave absolutely everything. 
Yeah, mate, a huge effort. Um, it was, um, you know, it was very satisfying and it was a big thrill to, to run second in the race. It was a little bit, um, you know, it was a little bit hurtful to get beat at the same time, obviously, to have a have a horse so ready and so well. Um, such a good chance in the Hometown Cup and to be knocked off always stings a little bit. But, um, yeah, big credit to the horse. And, um, you know, Benny Thompson rode in well. He just didn't have too much luck. He sort of... Uh, he jumped and um, there wasn't too much pace on um, a horse like yeah. um, Hatchie. But Dale ended up, even it ended up fifth or sixth, you know, that's a good indication of the, the tempo of the race was pretty slack and everything sort of just stayed to the inside and unfortunately left us posted sort of three to four wide there for a bit. So we'd done a fair bit of extra work. Um, they say hindsight's a wonderful thing. We probably should have just went forward, but... Uh, it's easy to say that after the fact. The leader just got the gun run and we couldn't just nab it. But our horse was very tough. Um, he's gone for a well-earned spell now and uh, he'll come back and, and hopefully continue on to, to bigger and better things. Yeah, it was a funny old race. As you mentioned, there was no tempo. I mean, Military Gambler led Military Gambler one and led all the way. And those horses back in the field, there was interference. Uh, no one really seemed to make a move and there was... Horses getting pushed back and carted back. And I know I, I tipped hell of a deal in the race and I thought it would be running in the first five and it was back last before the home turn. So it was a funny old race. Especially for Toowoomba, like there's always generally pace on here, I find. So in a big field of 14 horses, you would think the pace would have been more genuine than it was, but it probably just brought a few unstuck, I think. And um, like I said, if we had that time again, I'd definitely go forward. But um, it's just the way it sort mm. of planned out. And, and nevertheless, I think, you know, there were still some really good sectionals from Nick Spur there mid-race and probably just, you know, even coming back from the 22 to the 2000, you know, I think he's a, he's a really true out-and-out day of that horse. And um, we were going to push forward to the Queensland Cup in a fortnight, which is 2,400, but... Um, just decided to give him a break. I think he's done well and truly enough and um, deserves a little let-up now. Now, our Magnus went around in the Wheatwood, uh, got a long way back, was a big price, but was only beaten just under four lengths on the line. Yeah, look, that was huge. Um, was, well, I was um, It was probably the best run of the day for me. A, a horse that I was probably going to run in the benchmark 75 the last race, and I was actually caught out a little bit unaware of a, a little technicality there. Um, getting a start in the Wheatwood meant we had to run in the Wheatwood. I couldn't scratch him out of the other race unless I scratched him out of both. So um, yeah. after that happened, we ended up going around in the Wheatwood, and, um, you know, the horse went absolutely super. He ran out of his skin. He, um, he, he, he also got a bit too far back, I thought, but... He can do that, that horse. And then he copped a little bit of interference around the 600. And, and he ran the fastest last 200 and the fastest last 100 metres of the race in the Wheatwood, you know, which is, for that horse, is a huge step up. Like, he's um, he's only been racing in BM70s and 75s and and last uh, last time won a Class 3. So to step him up to um, an open-grade stakes race like that is, um, was, a, was a big ask of the horse. It ended up, you know, finishing fifth, only beating three lengths as... Uh, a tremendous effort. I think he's a, a very, very um, tough horse. He only seems to race as good as the company you put him in, and he sort of proved that on the weekend. Yeah, look, he's generally consistent. Uh, I was uh, all over him a couple of starts earlier when he put in that, that sub-par run. He seemed to have a good run in the race and didn't finish off. Was there anything came out of that race that would explain that? 
Yeah, look, it was a little bit disappointing. I thought he had every possible that day as well. Um, the only thing I said to the owners after the race, I, I think, um, you know, training horses is funny. You, you do some things different with some different, like different things with different horses. And, and Magnus is a very lean horse. Um, he, he, he eats and everything well, but he's just a very lightly framed, bodied horse. And uh, we raced him two weeks in a row, three times. And I just thought that that took probably that little bit of ping out of him. Um, I think I might have been mm. working him just a tad hard. And, and look, I, I sort of took a step back. I just backed off him, give him three weeks between runs and seen him bounce back like that. So I just put it down to that pretty much, yeah. Okay. Now, you're up the range tonight, as usual. You've got plenty of uh, runners. And it all kicks off for you in race number one. You send around uh, number three, Husson's Revenge, who's racing in good form. Yeah, second start for us, um, for this guy. First start for us was a fortnight ago out at Dolby on Dolby Cup Day. We sent him around out there in a BM55. Uh, he carried 62 kilos and he was very, very tough. Uh, first up, 62 kilos. He fought the entire way down the straight and he just got beaten by something, I think, that carried about 10 kilos less than him. So he'll strip a lot fitter second up. He drops seven or eight kilos this time and... Um, He's drawn reasonably well. He's a leader. He'll go forward, and um, he should be pretty tough to beat. Uh, in race number three, you've got uh, number 10 here, Dreamer's Gift. Alicia Donald to ride again. Now, just looking at uh, Dreamer's Gift's form, she's a mare with not a great record or strike rate to date, but I know she was beaten nine lengths at Kilcoy last start, but her late sectional wasn't too bad. No, and that's the frustrating thing with this little mare. I've been... Um... You know, she's obviously, she's been on the chopping block for some while, but I know she's got, she has that kind of ability there. And um, I took her to Kilcoy because I wanted to see her out, uh, run 1,200 on a bit on, on a better track. And I just thought Kilcoy, they, it didn't really suit her. They went too fast and then she did hit the line good. But um, look, we get her back to 1,200. I've been struggling to get her in a race because her rating's been a bit low. But we, we get her in the right race. And I think the right distance with a nice light weight. We can see her do something. Um, we'll be happy. If not, she'll um, she'll probably be moved on. Uh, race number four is a three-year-old maiden handicap, 1,200 metres. You've got the two acceptors here. Uh, no favours at the gates. 11, Hopeton Sunrise, and 12, must be the money. Yeah. Um, Hopeton Sunrise has been a frustrating little horse. Um, we actually got some... Decent offers Hong Kong early days for him, and then he came out and proved quite disappointing. But um, he's, uh, his last run, I thought, was quite good. Um, he's been a horse that he's sort of been just dogging it a bit, to, to, for lack of a better term. Um, but he seems to um, he seems to have switched on a bit in his track work. His last start at Ipswich was quite good. I thought he hit the line nice over the short course. Um, he steps up to a 1,200, and I think we'll see him improve a fair bit. Um, just quietly, I, I, I do think there's a bit of improvement in that horse. He might be a smoky at odds. Um, the other filly goes goes quite good. Always had a big opinion and must be the money. Um, she she ha- she sort of she's just very um, taking a while to put things together. I guess uh, last run was was good. Um, just needs to work out how to really let down that last bit and. Um, and she'll be winning, but she should be a very good chance. Uh, she, she's quite a nice progressive filly. I think has got a, a fairly decent future ahead of her once she works it all out, and a little bit of time as well will, will help her more. 
Uh, in race six, you got two runners once again, the very, very consistent skater who's racing well, and Epic Love who's always consistent but just struggles to uh, to win. Yeah, so skater, um, skater was a, was an, an interesting acquisition. We we picked her up um, on the Wednesday and then we raced her on the Saturday and she won. So the boys were pretty happy about that. They got their purchase price back in that straight away. So. Um, we were going to send her around at Kilcoy during the week, but uh, we pulled pin on that and um, we'll m- most likely go to this race in Toowoomba. I've also got her in at um, Bow Desert on Monday, but Toowoomba looks the likely option at this stage. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's very um, she's very easy to train and things like that and, and a good, good filly to to be confident to send to the races because she jumps and she leads and she gives everything she's got. So that's what she'll do. And um, in this race, it looks a bit of pace and uh, I think she'll be tough to beat. Whereas the other little mare, she's, um, she's the opposite. She always gets back and hits the line really hard. So um, she she ran a really good race at Ipswich last time, Epic Love. And um, they're, they're two different horses in the same race, um, which I don't mind. Mm. Um at least you know they're not going to be cutting each other's throats in front. So one will go forward and one will go back. And um, I think I'd like to think one of them should be winning. And you've got one more runner at uh, Toowoomba tonight, and it's race seven. Uh, awesome Moon number six. Uh, gate number one for Bubba. Bubba Tilly to ride. Yeah, well, um, hopefully I don't have to give Bubba a spray this time. I. <laughs> I, I was very disappointed the last time he rode her, and I gave him a little bomb, and, and he reckons it was one of the best ones he's ever got. So hopefully we don't have to go down that path again. But um, she's, a, she's a good chance, this mare. Um, she's, she's not the easiest ride in his defence. Um, she just does a little bit wrong, doesn't go straight all the time. And, and you know these maideners, when they get up to that trip, they're not overly fast, so they need all the benefits that they can get. But... Um, She's an honest little horse. Um, she's got a good turn of foot, and uh, Bubba gives her a good steer. I think she'll be she'll be pretty tough. Um, Billy Healy's horse looks the one to beat on paper, but it's a, it's got to step up from fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred, uh, straight up to two thousand. So I know um, I know our horse has proven at that trip. And uh, it, it, honestly, if you could get her in a thirty-two hundred meter maiden somewhere, she'd run that. She just dead set stay all day, but um, she just doesn't. Uh, she doesn't have too much more ability that's the problem but she's um she's going to go very well i think she'll go very close to winning if she gets a good steer how does he uh react to a spray bubba is he pretty good <laughs> no he is he's <laughs> i get along quite well with bubba he, he, he he's very good he he threw his hands up as soon as he came back so he was pretty well yeah. opening himself up to it but no he copped it sweet <laughs> Yeah, he seems like a pretty happy-go-lucky sort of guy. He doesn't really from... I've never met the guy, but we've spoken to him plenty of times and he, he doesn't give me the impression that too much had upset him, that's for sure. Uh, no, he's really good like that. I mean, I just the, the night he did, he just got too far back on her and she was a seventy pop yeah. or something like that. And, and um, yeah, I said I just had to give him a little reminder he's riding at Toowoomba and not Eagle Farm and then and, and in a 2,000-metre <laughs> maiden, you know. <laughs> can't expect him to sprint like wings. I haven't got Sammy here this week, Corey, but if Sammy was here, he'd be saying to you, what can we put the house on this week? Oh, um, there's a good few chances this week, so it's probably hard to single something out. Um, 
Look, I don't mind. Um, I don't mind epic love in the in the eighteen hundred metre race, and um, yep. and probably must be the money in the maiden. But like I say, nearly everything we're sending around at, at Toowoomba's a good hope. So you'd be you be you should hopefully have a good time if you follow the stable on Saturday. I think everything will be pretty competitive. All right. Well, we surely will be doing that. Corey, thanks for your time. As I uh, said earlier, I appreciate you coming on. I know you haven't been that well. Onward and upward. And I'm sure you'll be fine in a couple of days. And we look forward to chatting to you again very soon. No worries. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Corey. Corey Guerin uh, joining us there. We'll go for a break and we'll come back with more on the Darling Download. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. You are listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track on this uh, Saturday morning, the 30th of, uh, of September. Big, big day of sport. Big, big weekend of sport. Aquas, of course, is your source for two-year-old speed. Standing seven well-credentialed stallions. Visit aquasfarm.com. And one man who joins us from Aquas every single week is Jonathan Davies. JD, good morning to you. Morning, Chris. Now, I have no Sam here this week, so you won't have to expect any short price favourites tipped or any smart comments. Uh, it's it's a smart comment free zone <laughs> and an odds on favourite free zone. Although he did, he actually has sent me some tips, but I haven't looked about looked at the prices. So we'll get to those in just a moment. Now, as for last week, I didn't write down the tips, so I can't give you an update. I've got to play back the uh, the podcast, and I'll do that next week. So uh, let's start from the top this week and I'll read Sammy's first tip out at Toowoomba and it's race four number five West Oak so tonight Toowoomba race four number five West Oak is Sammy's tip you can go next JD um, Toowoomba race six number seven Skater uh, thought she won really well last start extra uh, 200 metres doesn't look like it'll be any trouble and brings the best form and looks like she can put two together, I think. Uh, Corey Giram was uh, on with us a little bit earlier, trainer of uh, Skater, and he was uh, reasonably confident about her chances, so uh, I don't think she'll let you down there. I'm going with Toowoomba, race three, number one, Kimi Zabi uh, for Tony Gollan and Anthony Allen. Uh, won well, I thought, on debut at Ipswich and then ran a good second at the Sunshine Coast. Uh, that was a stronger race. He's only up half a kilo and he lands a good gate here. So he should get a good run. Race three, number one, Kimi Zabi. Now, uh, Sammy for Eagle Farm. Oh, he likes my favourite horse here who I've tipped against. Race nine, number five, Ekaterina, who resumes from a break. And she was so good during the winter carnival. And if she runs well today, she'll be going down south for, uh, for some races during the spring. So he's with race nine, number five, Ekaterina. Okay, I am Eagle Farm, race seven, number six, beast mode. Uh, just keep coming back to him. Uh, I think he is very well placed. I don't think this is a overly strong benchmark, 75 for him. Second favourite is a moral. Um, and I've got a question mark on him at Eagle Farm, so I don't have that question mark about beast mode, three starts, two wins at the track. In the second, so I think he looks a pretty safe bet this week. Okay, well that's interesting, JD, because I'm tipping race seven, number two, immoral. <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Now, I did look at the, uh, the track stats at Eagle Farm, and I think he's had a couple of runs there, and there are excuses at one, and the other was okay. So I'm okay with that. I do respect Beast Mode. Definitely respect Beast Mode, but I think this is a bit harder than last start. But he's got some good form in uh, last preparation around Chitty Boom, etc. So I just thought Immoral was in peak form, three wins in a row, and then that last start placing, which was an unlucky one. So I'll take you on there head-to-head. I'll go race seven, number two, Immoral. Now, Sammy's one from National, or National Tip, is race seven at Ramwick. This is a cracking race, the premiere, and I'm inclined to agree. Race seven, number two, think about it. Tell you what, uh, this is a horse that really is going places, J.D., yeah, he's a he's a very promising, promising uh, horse. He took all, but he's taken all before him, really, hasn't he? And yep. Just seems like he could be the, you know, the next superstar sprinter. Uh, now yeah. that we've had a couple of notable retirees. Yeah, recently. and if you look at his, so, um, you look at his overall form. He's been beaten once, and you look at that run. He was unlucky. He was held up, and he's, I think he ran the fastest last two hundred and four hundred of the race. So he could be a horse that's ten from ten. Yeah, most definitely. Question is, will he be screwed down with a $20 million race just around the corner? Probably not completely, no. Probably not. But Hopefully he might still, still be too good, good for that. Yeah. Yeah, yes. What do you like? Uh, I'm at Randwick 2. I am race 5, number 1, Tom Kitten. Uh, really nice colt by Harry Angel. He was good. Last start behind NCAP, who ran really well in the Golden Rose. Brings the best form. The mile certainly doesn't look like a problem. He won over a mile. He won the Fernhill as a two-year-old. Uh, I think he's black odds now. I think he wouldn't be surprised if he starts um, in the red. I think he'll be winning. I was going to go with, uh, with Think About It. And I still think he'll win. But I'll just go with a bit better value. Race six, number two, Kamachi in the flight. I think this is a, a duel again between Tiz Invincible and Kamachi. And I, I just thought with the better barrier, uh, Kamachi and the step up to 1,600 metres, I thought she was terrific last start. She sat three wide all the way and she ran a clear second. Tiz Invincible's had some pretty fortunate runs, so economical runs. So I'll go with race six, number two, Kamachi as my national tip. There you go. Now, Aquas Farm, J.D., What's going on at Aquas Farm at the moment? Any news? Yeah, the season's going really well. We're we're a month in now to the breeding season. Plenty of foals in the ground. Um, stallions have been very busy. Our new stallion, Stronger, has been absolutely hitting them out of the park. He's he's already covered just over fifty individual mares. His fertility has been exemplary. He's actually the most fertile stallion that we've had in eight seasons so it's incredibly exciting for us to have a horse of his quality and doing the job in the in the barn uh so very excited for that and it's the most exciting part of the year for anyone involved in racing and breeding really like policy in the ground me getting covered and then of course the first two-year-old races um yep we were uh, very excited the first two-year-old race in queensland last saturday at Toowoomba, the paddock Shack state that our stallions provided the trifecta so that was huge um big congratulations to mike crooks and all the team at mashani racing they, they do a terrific job with their babies everyone knows that that's their niche um les ross uh you know he gets them well educated and 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 ready to run early and toby ashy uh 
Saibe Quinella, and the Nissan chimed in with the third place getter. So that was a great result for us. The only thing that would have capped the day off is if uh, Yellow Brick had got the bob in the in the Wheatwood for the mission too, but uh, not today. But he's um, he'll hopefully uh, head down to Sydney now and and knock off a good race down there. Yeah, he goes uh, to the Silver Eagle. I think is his uh, is his next race. But uh, yeah, it was an exciting finish, and we had Tony Gollan on earlier, just chatting to him. He's he's been wanting to win that Wheatwood for a long time, but gee, it was there wasn't much in the finish, was there? No, there wasn't. No. And actually, I, I think there's a mission running today at Eagle Farm. Yeah. Uh, mission. Mission of Love in the. Oh race. yes, yes, yes. And very uh, impressive was, first up. Brilliant first up, and in the yard, she was. She looked like she had a little bit to come in a code, and she got quite warm before the race. But I've heard that if she, if she runs well today, that they're. They're considering taking her down to the Silver Eagle too. Well, they're same stable as Knight's Choice, who they've got big wraps on as well. Won the Wing Skinnies. Um, the uh, Sheila Lax and John Simon stable. Yeah, most definitely. So um, hopefully she can she can run well or, or win today and book her ticket down to Sydney and it'll be great for the mission to have two runners in, in the Silver Eagle and I think if all going well, two, two good chances well, I hope she does because I've tipped her so uh, that would be nice for me as well as them and everyone else concerned but yeah she just jumped, she showed a real turn of foot winning that race at the Sunshine Coast, I know she didn't beat anything like she faces tomorrow and she will face but she can only win and when they show a turn of foot like that as you know JD they can be uh, they can be horses worth following. Now, tell me, uh, grand final day, are you an NRL man or an AFL man? I'm both codes. I love both codes. I've, I love this weekend. It's the best weekend. you got, you know, Mooney Valley, Group 1 racing in Mooney Valley last night and Group 1 racing in Sydney today. And then we've got the AFL grand final up the line and then yep. the NRL final up the Bronx. So, uh, and some nice racing at Sandown too on Sunday and, Hopefully, uh, Antino can uh, get yep. some clear air on Sunday and um, and show uh, show everyone down there how good he is too. And then you get Monday to get over it all. You can sleep in. Exactly. No rest for the wicked. You'll be working and so will I. <laughs> <laughs> Always the case. But we wouldn't have it any other way, would we? Maybe. No, exactly right. <laughs> JD, thanks for your time as always, really appreciate it, have a great weekend, I uh, hope uh, many winners for uh, for you guys right across the weekend and you, you've got good representation again in the two year old race at Eagle Farm this afternoon um, with the mission etc, so good luck Yeah we do actually um, on that we've got um, quite quite a um, bit of the field we've got uh, an invader uh, three by the mission and two by Kobashi, so hopefully another trifecta I wouldn't put it past the I wouldn't put it past the uh, Mashanis, that's for sure. Best of luck, thanks, JD. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Cheers. That's it for the Darling Download this week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Really appreciated uh, your company. Sammy Holland will be back in the chair next week. I'll be joining him. Please join us same time on SEN Track. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hope your team wins and you're back. Plenty of winners. <laughs>